you like this podcast, go to our Anchor page, anchor.fm, um, and make a small contribution each month to keep this podcast going. And we it'll be much appreciated, and everything that we do get will be donated to Border City Paranormal, and that will keep them going and saving and helping lives in the area. Hi, and welcome to another episode of A Daily Insanity with Chris Baker. I know I got a lot of comments about my first episode, and I'm sorry about that, guys. Um, so here's another episode of going into about Greg, my best friend. The, the one good thing about Greg is that me and him were great. We were, we essentially had the same likes, same beliefs. Um, with him, he loved country music just like I did. And that's definitely evident because, <laughs> like me, he had 107.1, which is a country station out here in Port Huron. He had that blasting almost 24-7 in his car. And he's the one that didn't like to buy songs, though. So he... When, when he found out that I downloaded Luke Bryan's Play It Again, which was his favorite song, he had me play that on repeat constantly. And it it's funny because that song started annoying me after a while. But now I'm coming to find myself to like it a lot more. Because it's been over a year now, just a little bit over a year since he died, and moved on to better and greater things to be happy, I guess. Um, but me getting annoyed at him liking "Play It Again" by Luke Bryan is kind of um, funny because I. For the longest time there, I had Crazy Girl by Eli Youngman as my ringtone. And there was a point where one of my paranormal groups was so big that I was constantly getting calls when I was around him. So, having this twangy little song, the first, like the middle 15, 20 seconds of the song play over and over again (laughs) literally there was one night where we were playing NHL god I want to say 15 or 16 and I got a call which is weird because we were playing in his basement and I never, I hardly ever got a call down in my basement, but my phone hadn't gone off all night, and I go to pick it out of my pocket, and he's like, don't answer that, I hate that fucking song, excuse language, 
I hate that song. And he whips my phone across the room. And he starts laughing because he realizes that that's not the first time he's done that to my phone because of that song. But that's the one time he actually started apologizing for it, though, too. And he's not an apologetic person. He does what he does, and he doesn't care if people don't like him or not. That's just who the person he was. But when it came to me, though, and a few very select people, he would literally apologize to us and make sure that we were okay. And... That's what I miss about him, and it's sad that I don't have him in my life anymore because of that, because I, I know it sounds weird, but I felt special when he did stuff like that. I mean, he might have been his own version of a jerk, but he would defend you to the end. And nothing would stop him literally nothing would stop him to defend your honor you might get in a feud or fight with him occasionally but if he considered you in his inner circle he was one of the best people ever not much pissed him off though and he was easy, very easily to get along with I know I say inner circle but to get along with him was not that hard. But he also did his own thing. He was just happy doing his own thing, not caring if the world liked him or not. There was a time, too, where um, there was a Titanic exhibit that came into the Henry Ford Museum out in Dearborn, Michigan. And I remember Titanic was his favorite movie of all time. And so he he knew that I had a membership to the Henry Ford at that time. And he said he didn't care what it took, what time we were going, and... We ended up getting to the Henry Ford Museum about 6.15 at night. Because this is one of the very few exhibits that the Henry Ford stayed open late for. And we ended up getting there at 6.15 at night. Buying our ticket for the special exhibit. And we did not leave that museum or that exhibit until well after midnight. I remember going to that exhibit, that final part of that exhibit, and him just weeping and weeping for the people that were on the wall. 
and this is the only time that I've seen hit him cry. But that's one of the very few things that struck him that got to him deep inside because he understood what it what kind of toll it took and what kind of life must have been lost down deep in the sea what kind of tragedy the only other time I saw him weep when his cousin was lost so to him to have to see this guy that didn't cry over anything start weeping at a wall of names just as inspirational to be that kind of person to better yourself and you couldn't you couldn't be a better person than him. I swear it. He came off weird, but that's there's no other person that I consider to be top of the notch, top of the line. And he backed me up no matter what, and he believed in everything that I did, <laughs> which is evidence because. I said earlier that I had a paranormal team, and he didn't believe in the paranormal at all. He thought it was kind of a joke, and he ended up joining my team one night, and he actually kind of enjoyed it, and he made sure that my group got the recognition it needed on all these social media platforms and Facebook and all that and he it's funny because he started watching all these ghost paranormal shows himself he actually got me into a show that was very short lived um but it was up his alley though too he Got me into the a show called Ghost Mine. I believe it only ran for like a season or two, and every week when a new episode came on, he would get very excited, very giddy, giddy, and made sure that I was sitting next to him in his living room watching it with him. And if I couldn't make it for that episode when it first aired. He would not watch it. He would pre-record it and wait for me to so I until I could get over there. Some nights we watched it as late as like three in the morning together. And he would make what his um he called his special um his special popcorn, essentially. Which is air popped um, white popcorn and then he would I can't remember what kind of butter it was but it was a special kind of butter that he used and he would melt that under the popcorn and then put another few ingredients on top of it and sometimes it was like grated cheese and it was amazing but having his popcorn during that though too was 
mouth-watering and amazing. But I I miss it. There will be more though about him in future episodes. I don't want to go too far into it right now so I can have more episodes. So all I can say is though that this guy will be with you no matter what. So I miss you, Greg, and I hope you the best in heaven. That is all for this episode, though. Until next time, stay sane.